You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. I cannot believe it, but it is time for our annual year in review episode where we kind of wrap up the past year and chat about the best of times and the worst of times in 2021. We're going to chat about what's changed for us this year, what surprised us, our favorites, and our challenges. But before we get into that, what's happening around the neighborhood for you? I want to share that we are loving our kind of newer outdoor movie setup and some recent it looks so great cute family and cozy. movies. It really is. So I feel like this is made possible by a few things all coming together. One is that we finished a backyard renovation this mm-hmm. year, and so it just made the space functional. We've got really comfortable furniture now that we can mm-hmm. use and has just made it all work. We did already have the movie set up and like the projector and the mm-hmm. screen and everything. And we'd done it before, but it just seems like it wasn't as great or as enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and we've already done this several times, whereas before, I don't know, it felt like a bigger production somehow yeah. it feels easier now. And also now that the boys are a little bit older, they can actually stay awake long enough. Like it's okay for them to occasionally stay up past bedtime yes. where it felt it before, feels worth it now. Yes, it felt before that it was not worth it. And by the time you could start a movie, you just didn't have enough time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all of those things are finally aligning and we are loving it. And I wanted to share that recently we enjoyed two great movies that I remember from my childhood. And I thought they both aged very well. One was Matilda Uh and the other one was Harriet the Spy. Oh, And just so fun. And and the boys are actually also at the age where they're finally enjoying some of those movies with actual people yeah. that Chris and I can yeah. also enjoy. Right. Like the kind family of, movie yes. kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I am really enjoying all of that. That's so fun. I will just share, this is a bit of real time because we're, we're recording ahead, but I will just share that Christmas is almost up in my house and we're recording this the week before Thanksgiving, but I really wanted to have Christmas decorated by Thanksgiving this year. We did it last year. And when I finally realized like during the pandemic that there are no rules, nope, there are no rules. Mm -hmm. And it brings me a lot of joy and it's a lot of work to only have up for like three weeks. So I started probably the first weekend after Halloween slowly. And so there's still a couple things to do. But then, because when that turkey is put away, it is Christmas <laughs> in our house fully. So I'm, you know, I'm making the girls save like the good Christmas movies till right. after that. And we're saving some things. I don't quite have holiday candles and holiday music going yet, but <laughs> it will be ready when yeah. all of that happens with no stress. Because we're also going to be gone the weekend of Thanksgiving, like we're having Thanksgiving here and then we're going to a cabin for the rest of the weekend. And I just really wanted to come home to Christmas. So I am, I'm loving that. I love it. Yes. There's a twinkling tree right behind me. Uh There's a bright shining star just beyond your head Mm -hmm. on a little table. So I'm loving it. It's it's getting me in the spirit for (laughs) sure. Well, 2021 kept things interesting from the previous year, right? Sure did. Um, So on a macro level, big picture view with everything going on in the news still this year, what felt like good news to you? (laughs) This is, I'm so glad that we're getting to focus on this. So for me, several good things. Number one, vaccines. And I honestly cannot believe that a year ago when we're recording this, that we did not have vaccines. No. 
wow, just that is a huge change. I'm so thankful to be here. Um, and so Chris and I got vaccinated, our family got vaccinated. And now also my boys have had their first vaccines mm-hmm. too. So I'm just feeling so relieved, so thankful mm-hmm. that that is now a reality. Um, also in politics, I absolutely am loving seeing more women and people of color in higher level positions Mm -hmm. of power. That Mm -hmm. is just bringing me a lot of hope and just feels very right and very past time. So, um, certainly hoping to see lots more, but it feels like we're heading in the right direction. Also, um, within our family, but my boys going back to in-person school, yeah. that happened at the beginning of this year. I cannot believe that. It's a real, big deal. 2021 felt like two years with it did. everything I know. It's happened. like, are we talking about the first half or the second yes. half here? Yes, exactly. So just the fact that that was able to be a reality for them, that we felt comfortable doing that. I am, I'm so thankful for that. Another thing I'm definitely feeling thankful for among my nuclear family and even my bigger family at large, everyone stayed healthy. I am so, so Mm -hmm. thankful for that. We did have some family members that got COVID, but they had fairly mild cases and they fully recovered. So just so thankful for that. And then I do want to share a bit of recent really great news in that... My sister had her baby girl just recently. So I have a new niece and her name is Quinn Kelsey. And I am beyond honored to have a namesake niece. So I can't wait to meet her and snuggle her. She is just adorable. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, for me... A change in leadership in a lot of of ways in the country felt like good news. Um, I just including the first female vice president, no matter how you lean, I think that that's progress and a good thing. And having more voices and um, differing voices being heard can only be a good thing for our country, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be petty, not worrying about what the president was tweeting every day has been real nice in 2021. <sighs> I agree. Um, so that's my that's my opinion. Take it or leave it. But that's it's been a bit of a sigh of relief um, for me. Vaccines right there with you for us in March, and now the kids, um, our kids have their first dose as well, and just a return to some normalcy that that feels like. And like a big thing that I know a lot of parents have still been worried about. Well, like, how does this work with the kids Mm -hmm. and the maybe exposing them to vulnerable family members and all of that. So it just feels like, again, something active we can do, right? right? Like there's Mm -hmm. been so much of this that's out of our control that felt like something in our control that I felt good about doing. And so I'm, I'm just feeling good about that and some, and also some promising COVID treatments coming down, mm-hmm. down the pike. And I'm not exactly sure when those will be available, but there looks like to be some good news on the horizon for pills for treatment early on that just could really save some hospital overwhelm and, and some cases from getting severe. So that feels like we're making progress on the virus front. Um, one thing at, like at large that just I think one of the biggest things that touched me so much about returning to some normalcy was the return of Broadway for some reason just made me ball like a baby. Like every clip I saw of like Mm -hmm. opening night of wicked and Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And I saw a a kind of extended clip um, on YouTube. Look it up. If you want to just 
cry and like <laughs> hack your tears and get some emotions out. I saw a clip from The View on the first rehearsals for all of those shows, oh. like the first Lion King wow. rehearsal and how emotional all the cast members mm. were. And you just think about like, they literally didn't have, couldn't do their job right. for months and right. just how like hearing them sing that opening song mm. that's such like a mm. groundswell of emotion anyways and they were all just bawling and like oh it my just, gosh oh it was so wow I don't know I just feel like that was one thing that I really will always remember as like good news mm-hmm. and like when I started to feel like we were turning a corner yes okay how about for maybe more on a smaller level you and your family personally what are your top three highlights of 2021 okay I am thankful that I think I really could think of more than three. So I'm very thankful for that. But here are the three that I came up with. One, we finished our complete backyard renovation, Mm -hmm. which includes a backyard studio. And it just completely transformed the space. I used to really dislike our backyard. It wasn't a great use of space. And I don't know, we had grass, but then grass was never super healthy because Mm -hmm. we live in Arizona and it just (laughs) takes so much effort. And so now we have this space that I absolutely love and we use it, I mean, daily. And I think that's just a testament to the fact that it is now the space that is well-designed for us and how we want to use it. And it really has just extended, literally extended our living space. Changes how you live in your house. Mm -hmm. So that has been wonderful. Also, this year I launched my audio blog, which is a podcast version of my blog posts Mm -hmm. where I narrate my blog posts and then release that as a podcast. That was something that I had the idea for towards the end of 2020 and just set that out as a goal for myself. 2021 ended up being harder than I expected. I really felt like there would be a quicker return to normalcy, that I would have some childcare for Maeve a lot earlier, Mm -hmm. or just that things would fall into place and feel Mm -hmm. easier. And so then I had set out this goal for myself of doing this new, you know, creative technical thing and heading towards the month when I said that I wanted to release it, I just felt like, Kelsey, why did you, why did you say you were going to do this? (laughs) Right. But then I just kept moving forward and I ended up doing it. Yeah. And I just feel so proud of myself and I've kept it going. I said, I wanted to do it for two different months, Mm -hmm. but after I did it for the first month, you know, I kind of found my groove and kept doing it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from Mm -hmm. people and I just think it is it's just been fun. It's been like a fun way to grow creatively. It just made me feel energized. And I'm just really, I'm really proud of myself for that. Good for you. And the last one is that I can happily say that we have three children who mostly sleep through the night. Yes. I started 2021, honestly, just being up throughout the night. Maeve, like her sleep got better, but then it seemed like it got worse. Mm-hmm. And we were just like in a place where it just felt like nothing was getting better. Yeah. And that just colors everything else oh, you do. It, it like is, not getting enough sleep is just is the worst. absolutely the worst. And then of course a baby or toddler who's up throughout the night, they're not well rested. Right. So they're not as happy mm-hmm. during the day. It throws off their naps. It's just, oh, it's just hard, like on every front. But I am so happy to say that sleep is so, so much better. And naps used to just be 
like bring me so much anxiety because Uh she would be crying. Nothing I could do would help her go down. No matter how I tried to change the timing or the routine. Right. Oh, it's just enough to make you crazy. So I am just feeling so thankful for where we are with sleep. Yes. (laughs) At the end of the year. Yes. It's a real big deal. Um, yeah, for me, our trip back to Wisconsin this summer and just kind of reconnecting with everyone that we hadn't seen in a while was so nice. It ended up being where we all, all of my siblings and families, we at least overlapped a little bit when we were back there. Um, my brothers live in Nashville and my sister does still live in Wisconsin. So it was just so nice to actually be all together, um, which doesn't happen very often and especially didn't happen very often during 2020. Mm -hmm. So it was just really a great trip as I think about it. Um, starting my podcast, the homeschoolhood is just been, again, I feel the same way. Like, why did I give myself this little adventure? Right. You know, (laughs) right. As the world was still kind of crumbling and, um, but it has been something really nice to focus on. It's made me more intentional with my homeschool because I think about things, you know, one kind of feeds the other. Um, and yeah, just gotten some great feedback and feel like I'm already kind of like, helping people, which is kind of what I wanted to be able to do is bring that teacher experience to people's, you know, there's a a lot of new homeschoolers. There's a lot of people still trying to kind of manage school looking different right now Mm -hmm. and how to catch their kids up or supplement or whatever. So it just has felt very rewarding. So Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of that. And then Peggy, we have Peggy the puppy and she's the best. She really is like, I mean, we were, we were, set on the fact that we were not getting any more dogs until our Mm -hmm. old man Chihuahua passed and Mm -hmm. he did not yet. And he's perfectly Mm -hmm. fine and healthy, just old. And then she just kind of stole our hearts. And so, but she's actually been like the best puppy that I've ever encountered. Like calm, just able to settle down. I think the fact that she's a tripod also helps Mm because she, the exercise she does get like Mm -hmm. wears her out a little bit faster than Mm -hmm. it might otherwise. She's very obedient and like, just has this kind of sweet nature and Aww. is great in her kennel, great about potty training. Like all the things that could go wrong with a puppy yeah. just are don't seem to be issues with her. And so Aww. she's just bringing that joy. Just, yeah. She just really, I mean, it's a handful still and we've kind of, it's taken a little bit to manage like, okay, we can't just like do our own thing. We need to mm. be more intentional about our schedule and who's covering her. And, mm-hmm. you know, she still needs to be watched all the time if she's out of her kennel, but she's just been... A great little joy. Aww. So, okay. What felt hard this year overall? <laughs> I mean, all the things. Can we just say yeah, that? Yeah. Because that's how I feel. Just 2021. So two, two things really coming to mind. The first, just a theme for me this year was feeling really depleted and yeah. constantly running a deficit of the introvert alone time yes. that I so desperately need to feel like my best self that it just got very little of that for Mm. most of the year. I think it's only been pretty, I think it's only been really fairly recently that I've started to feel like we're settling into a routine that includes consistent time that I have where I'm not with my children so that I actually can just decompress or actually have the time and energy to focus on my writing or the podcast or just mm-hmm. getting some things done mm-hmm. that just help me feel like I am on top of life. So that definitely felt hard. 
very related to that. I would say the the hardest season of that this year, I think was the summer. The summer ended up feeling really hard and it kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was ready to make the summer mm-hmm. fun and laid back and, you know, you had some plans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I think just the heat, yes. the fact that we really weren't able to get out and do many things, just being mm-hmm. still pretty conservative in terms of COVID. Maeve's nap schedule really limited the things that we could go mm-hmm. out to do, even though we'd be fine going out to the public pool, like the hours combined with her nap Mm -hmm. really limited what we could do. Mm -hmm. And that was just really hard. At the same time, I had no childcare. The, the few camps that I signed the boys up for too, it it was met with cool reception, (laughs) a little chilly. (laughs) Yeah. And so even I felt like I had tried to be really intentional of giving myself like these camps, you know, breaks, even if it's just like virtual. Exactly. And then when that didn't work out, it was just like, no, but I really needed you to be at camp and enjoy it this week. And then on top of that, Chris ended up having just a few different work things this summer where usually summer is like laid back and Mm -hmm. easygoing and ended up being one of the most stressful seasons of work ever for him. So it was just all of those things combined. I just felt like I was crawling across the summer finish line headed into the new school year. And I really think it took me a while before I felt kind of recovered right from that it's that, it's that deficit like you yeah. talk about like it takes a while to even get back to like baseline right because right? we've I think we're all operating on some kind of deficit mm-hmm. right now from the what the last 20 months or whatever yeah. has put us through so I I can totally relate yep um yeah for me homeschool this particular school year like this fall on has felt really hard, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is hard and it, there were things that were hard about it last year too, but specifically this first semester of the current school year, it's like the second year shine, mm-hmm. the, the shine has worn off from the first mm-hmm. year. Right. And I think that, yeah, we're all kind of processing all of the changes. Um, we're entering an age with a lot of like tween normal mm-hmm. behaviors, but the thing of it is, is that they're here all the time. So I am the one who that's all bounced off of. And there's mm-hmm. no, um, I shouldn't say there's no, they have gymnastics, they have other things going on too, but there's just a, it's in a more intense way than it might be if they mm-hmm. went to school, which I'm fine with, but also need to figure out how to manage. Yep. <laughs> so that has been, that's just been hard. Honestly, our relationships have been hard this year, like in, in our family. Um, and I think it is just a bit of a, adjustment to like, okay, this is, we're really doing this now, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the novelty has worn off. And so figuring all of that out, um, and just honestly, re-entry into life has felt awkward and like two steps forward and one step back and then stressful and fraught still in a lot of ways. And now that some dust has settled, I just feel like the weight of that, the last two years, just really taking its toll, like mentally, emotionally, um, on mental health. Like I've been working with a therapist, working with a doctor on getting, making sure that I am at a place where I feel regulated and able mm-hmm. to take on, you know, the things. Cause I think as so often happens, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but like trauma catches up with you, mm-hmm. right? We've all kind of been through this collective trauma in this really hard time as a country, as a world. And it, I feel like it, 
sometimes you're, you're so in it and you're handling it and you're doing it. And then when the dust starts to settle a little bit is when you actually start processing it and your body will let you know that maybe Mm. you're not processing it without some help. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of just felt, especially from September on here, just really hard and, Mm. and something I'm still kind of sifting through and getting support where I need support, but that feels, that feels hard. So that's where we're at with that. Okay. What changed for you this year? I was thinking about this and really so many things. Let me tell you all the changes. The boys were doing online school, then in-person school. (laughs) Maeve was home with me full-time. Now she goes to part-time childcare. I had absolutely no time for myself. Now I have some time. We weren't traveling at all. (laughs) Now we are traveling. I wasn't going to the gym. Now I am going to the gym. I was up and nursing Maeve around the clock, and now I nurse just twice a day, and she sleeps mostly through the night. So really so much. And in writing all that down and reflecting on it, realizing I am someone who doesn't love change. Yeah. I like routine. I like consistency. Yeah. If there's a change, I want a long runway. Mm -hmm. I want preparation. And then I want the time to get used to the change. Even when those changes are good, it can feel hard. Yes. I think that that is just definitely change can be hard for anyone when it's coming at you on just like every kind of like on all fronts, yeah. it felt like, yeah. you know, and so really so much. So I think that's part of it, like still just processing what do all these changes mean and, and are we settled? Are the, yeah. are the changes done? Like are right. all the big changes right. done for the most part? Is this the new routine? Can I settle into that? Right. And so, yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of those things for me too, like the traveling, coming back, all like the kids activities, mm-hmm. um, coming back and like, just not, it's a very hard, um, switch to flip, right? Like Mm -hmm. the things that were maybe not a good idea Mm -hmm. all of a sudden can be a good idea now, but also you're not used to doing them and you're Uh not used to fitting them into your schedule Mm -hmm. and you're not used to the energy that it takes Mm -hmm. to do them. And Mm -hmm. I think even when I talk about homeschool being affected, I think that's part of it. We couldn't do those things. We just kind of had to be home, right? right? So there wasn't as much to manage along with homeschool. Mm -hmm. And I think that I, I feel like all those changes I have happened for me too. And I'm feeling all of that. One big one that I, that stands out is I quit my makeup and skincare business mm, to just focus yeah. on homeschool. That was at technically the beginning of the year, but again, it feels like it's been, yeah. it feels like 2021 has been like three years mm-hmm. long. So I kind Agreed. of forgot that that was this year. That is a really big change. Which was a big change and very helpful. I can't even imagine, I mean, I can't even imagine what made me think I could do <laughs> All, like now that I don't do it, right, I can't, and I'm still overwhelmed. Right. I cannot imagine what where the heck would I have fit that in. I could have done it. So <laughs> that has been a welcome change in making some room on my plate. All right. So every year at the beginning of the year, we like to record a little message, a pep talk for our future selves to look back on at the end of the year and see just how far we've come. Um, so let's take a minute to listen to the messages that past Erica and Kelsey recorded for us. Okay, I have not listened to these at all, and I have no idea it's what we said. Make me ball like a small child. I'm a little bit nervous. Okay, let me let me cue these up. Kelsey, I'm recording this message on a day when you got very little sleep last night, and you faced some big parenting challenges today. By the time you hear this again, you might have new challenges, but those of today will be in the past. Appreciate that the hard things of early 2021 are behind you. 
This year, you found calm and delight in your days. You nurtured and loved your children even when you felt like you were barely keeping your head above water. You made time for your physical and mental health. You made time to invest in your marriage. You made time to create. You continued to remake your home into an even more beautiful and functional space for the five of you. I'm so proud of all you did this year. Oof. Aww. That's making me feel emotional. Oh, you did it. Ah, oh, thanks, past Kelsey. Thanks, past Kelsey, for knowing just what I needed. Yes. All right, let me bring up yours, Erica. Okay. Erica, your energy is your own. Remember that. You are in charge of fueling it, maintaining it, and protecting it. You're also in charge of the energy you bring to the room. Your vibe is up to you, and you don't need to be anything other than your whole self. You also don't need to ride the crazy train of anybody else's energy or let someone else drain you of your own. Continue to be fully you this year. Make conscious and intentional decisions about how you show up in the world, and I think you're going to be very proud no matter what the year throws at you. Oh, this is you. You guys you have to do this proud. for yourself, seriously. Because it is so. It's so um, nice oh. to touch in with your past self. Yes, it, it really, really is. is. Get out your phone. Yeah, record yourself yeah. a little voice memo message. Yeah, and then go listen to it a year from now. It really helps you realize because the year will throw crap at you, right? Oh, it just it will. will. And it will help you to have that perspective to look back on and be like, I did that. I did that hard yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. And I'm cheering for you as yes. in yourself yes. is cheering for you. That is really powerful. We do so much negative self-talk and I think it's so powerful to have something recorded that is a pep talk for mm -hmm. yourself. Love it. Okay. What did you learn from 2021 overall? I have two lessons. The first one that I'm doing a really good job. Mm. This makes me feel a little emotional. Mm, um, this year was hard for so many reasons. And I was talking with my counselor about this and she was kind of talking to me about it. And I said, so you mean I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can given the circumstances. And she gave this laugh and this look, and she said, no, you're not getting it. She said, what I'm saying is that you're doing a great job, mm. period. Mm. And just like you were saying, I think so many of us, and maybe especially women and mothers, were always striving to do better. And that was such a powerful validation for me that I have just been carrying with me and tried to remind myself, like at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I am... It's not that I'm doing the best I can. It's that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And that is like different. This is what different. a good job looks like. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, I love that. The next one that I have learned is that I need to do less right now. <laughs> I am yeah. just finding myself craving less. I am craving fewer commitments, fewer choices. Even I was telling you about this, even fewer things on my yeah. walls. I don't know if I'm Watch having out this. At yes, I'm like having a midlife awakening, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I just am like craving this clean slate. And I think it does just come from all of the change, like I said, and all of the hard things. And it's like, I just want this clean slate to refresh and then build back from yeah. there. It's like, I just need to take like stock. Physically, I yes. need to like clear the yeah, space. It's like, okay, where are we? What do I need? What does my family need? Mm -hmm. And then let's, yeah, it, just feels like that. So that's just been really interesting. I'm thinking about that a lot heading into 2022, but 
something that has definitely come just from the whole year and just as I've been reflecting on that. So that is what I learned this year. I love that. Um, mine is to, and this is, I mean, very much still learning this and very much just starting to learn this, but to listen what, when my body is trying to tell me something. Mm. Um, and it goes from the very serious, like maybe you need to talk to a doctor about mm-hmm. some anxiety and depression issues mm-hmm. to, Hey, you need readers because mm. you're 40 <laughs> oh. and you are giving yourself a headache every time I, you read. I think, I, I think I'm right behind like, you, friends. <laughs> I mean, and it was like, it dawned on me, like, why? Like I'm playing the trombone. It finally, like when I went to go visit my friend in Minneapolis, I was telling her this thing. I'm like, I think I really need to go to the eye doctor. Uh-huh. I've always had 20-20 vision, but it's like my eyes have gone to crap. I can't see up close, but that's weird to me because I should be able to see. Right. Why can I see better further away? She's like, no, no, no. That's that's when you need readers. Oh. Like, oh, here, honey. And like we were at a store yeah. with readers and she she, she was like, try, try these on. on. I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. But it was, it was this like small example of ways that I'm right. just like ignoring mm-hmm. what my body is trying to tell me or mm-hmm. that I'm not paying attention to. Yep. Um, and like, oh, like I can read now and my eyes don't hurt all the time and <laughs> right. I have far less migraines. <laughs> Great. Oh. So from the big to the small, learning the hard way to pay attention mm-hmm. when my body's trying to tell me something. <laughs> That's Great. Okay, how about a little best of roundup? Love these. Best of 2021. Let's maybe share a couple each um, for these categories. Books, movies or shows, beauty or personal care item, and then a household item. So what was your best book or books of 2021? Okay, I picked three. So hard to narrow it down. First read in early 2021, The Idea of You. Mm, it was so good. It so, was just what we needed. Oh, oh it was steamy. Yes. I just was fully in the story. I was so invested in it, and I was thinking about it slash very emotionally affected. Yes. Yes. First, like, days after yes. it ended. I've never had a book affect me in that kind of an emotional right. way. Especially not a particularly, like, it wasn't a deep book. Exactly. But it just... It just hit at the right time, I think. For a book with a lot of explicit sex, (laughs) I was very emotional afterwards. So, and just really this year overall, books were such a highlight of my life. The escape that they offered, the entertainment, the companionship, the uplifting nature of Mm -hmm. them, just books for me get a shining gold star in 2021. (laughs) So that was definitely one. Um, the second one, Eligible, this is a modern day retelling of Pride and Prejudice. And I was looking back to see when I listened to this. I listened to it in early February of 2020. So this is when we were kind of like at the peak of online school being so hard and not working yeah. for our boys. We yeah. were about to decide. We were about to get to the point where we decided to send them back to in-person school. I was definitely up all the night mm. with Maeve. Naps were so hard. So this was a just, you know, a very, a very hard time. And this book was just such a needed and very enjoyable escape that I look back on and just have such fond feelings for. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was funny. I think I even laughed a couple of times. There were great characters. Uh, I loved the way that the story was brought into the modern day. And so I was just very thankful that that book found me at that time. Yeah. 
And then the last book, nonfiction and definitely a heavier topic, but was so important is the book Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Mm. I, I probably talked about this on one of our reading roundups, but this is a nonfiction book written by a lawyer, Brian Stevenson, who works to defend people on death row who've been wrongly convicted. This book felt so important. I wish every American would read it. Reading this book solidified my opinion of being against the death penalty and capital punishment and taught me a lot about the very unjust ways that our legal system works, especially for people who are non-white and poor. Mm -hmm. And it was a difficult read at times, but ultimately left me feeling hopeful and so grateful that there are people doing this incredibly hard and very important work. Mm -hmm. And I'm very thankful that I read it. Mm. I couldn't pick one, so I, I, it was either all of them for the, some of the same reasons <laughs> yeah. that books, my reading even felt hard at certain times this year, but when I was into a book, it was like a life raft. Mm-hmm. It really was. And so I just picked the best one that I can't still stop thinking about, and that is The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Oh. And that book I will never forget because I finished it, and it's got a very emotional ending. Mm-hmm. I finished it driving home from my second vaccine. And I just bawled the entire way from the Cardinal stadium. And it was just such a moment. Like it was such a, the book was because the book was about the great depression and the dust bowl. Mm -hmm. And it was like, there was so much hope, but hard in that. And it was, it felt like this other really hard time in our country's Mm -hmm. history. And it was just, again, one of those things where it hits you at the right time. I love Kristen Hanna. I think Mm -hmm. she's probably, if I had to pick a favorite author that I've read recently, she's probably it Mm because I love all her books and I feel like they stay with me. Um, And just, I will never forget that moment, just Mm -hmm. being this Mm -hmm. powerful story of a mother and daughter relationship in particular and the hope and the fighting for what, you know, what is right. And Mm -hmm. it was just, it was like, like just bawling all the way home. And like, there was some light at the end of the tunnel and I've just thought about it a lot. Wow. Um, okay. How about movies or shows? Okay. You know that I do not watch a lot of movies and shows, so I had to kind of dig deep, but, uh, Ted Lasso, I think I actually only started watching it in 2021, which is surprising again, 2021 is three years. So, just we've talked about it before and our listeners probably know, but hilarious, feel good without being cheesy. It's just what we need more of yeah. in the world right mm-hmm. now. Just mm-hmm. that was a, Ted Lasso energy yes. all around. And then honestly, I could not think of another show or movie that I watched this year. So I'm going to spotlight a podcast and okay. that is the Lazy Genius Podcast. Oh, and I know Kendra. we've talked about Kendra a lot, but mm-hmm. just this year, especially she was just speaking to me. I look forward to seeing what her new podcast topic is each Monday. And when life felt overwhelming, spending 15 or 20 minutes with Kendra on her podcast, she was encouraging while acknowledging that life is hard and that's okay. And I just feel like when I would finish listening, I would feel a little bit more optimistic and usually have an idea for one little thing that I could put into practice, like tangible that I could take action on. And that just meant a lot to me this year. I love Kendra. Okay. Um, for me, we watched midnight mass on Netflix Mm. and it is incredible on so many levels. I highly recommend watching it and then listening to 
especially if you grew up with faith, Mm -hmm. listening to the Bible Binge podcast. It is by Knox and Jamie of the Popcast. This is their other podcast where they dive into like kind of um, popular topics and like look at them through like a faith lens and like dig into the history behind it and maybe like where some of our faith traditions even come from. So they did an episode all about this show. Fun. It's them and Aaron Moon. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was incredible, like all the parallels, all the ways it talks about just even like our pandemic response, mm-hmm. the way faith plays into society. It was, it's, and it's weird because it's a horror movie mm-hmm. or a horror series. It's like a mini series, but it is so deep, so beautiful in so many ways, very profound points, just enough scary, but not too much. Like there's definitely some jump scares mm-hmm. and some things like that, but not too much where you like can't handle mm-hmm. it, um, at least for me. And I just thought it was incredible. And then I highly recommend that pairing because it gotcha. like right. brought so much like more to think about with like the symbolism in the show. Um, another one that I loved was Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu, oh. which is a Leanne Moriarty book that they yep. made into a miniseries. And it's got Melissa McCarthy, who's fabulous mm-hmm. in this. Um, Nicole Kidman plays a very spooky, ghosty Ooh. character, which she's just kind of spooky. She can be spooky. Do you feel like she can, she can for sure tap into some spooky. Yeah. So that just, it was just really, really good. That book was good and super unique. And then they, they did a good job with it, with the show. Another one that was a bit lighter and funny, but also very profound in certain ways was The Chair on Netflix. Oh, Did you watch heard, this? I feel like you and Chris would like this. Okay. This is um, Sandra Oh. Okay. Is the first person of color female chair of an English department at like oh. an old school East Coast, okay. um, you know, one of these institution mm-hmm. type colleges and just like hijinks ensue. There's relationship things, but also just like some really funny and great points about like women and Mm. people of color in Mm -hmm. leadership, especially in some of these old institutions. Mm -hmm. And it was just really, really good. Highly recommend. Yes. Okay. How about a beauty or personal care item that you, that has found its way into your heart this year? Okay. I do have three to share. One are my preferred face masks, uh-huh. which I spend a lot of time in a mask this year. I love the accordion style cotton face masks from Gap. And I got this three pack more recently this year. And there's one that is like a deep dark blue with this gold constellation pattern on mm-hmm. it. And I get so many compliments <laughs> on it. People like your mask. And that just feels nice. Yeah. It's like, well, if I have to wear a yeah. mask, uh-huh. it's nice that it looks nice. So anyway, I find they're really comfortable. The newer version of them have like these nice little adjusters. Yes. Anyway, so those are great. Also very recent, but I have discovered as recommended by a friend, the Expressy nail polish. So this is the nail polish by Essie, but it's their quick dry nail polish. Okay. I am wearing it now. I do like that color. I was going to comment, but you were trying to get our, our, um, I was doing all the technical. And I was like, I can't, I can't disturb the sorcery happening right now. So here is the situation. I love having my nails painted, but it takes so long for them to dry. And it Mm. just feels like no matter how long Mm -hmm. I sit and let Mm -hmm. them dry, I usually will do it in the evening. I will be like, okay, I have for sure sat here for like an hour. I will go to bed and have like sheet wrinkles on my, I cannot stand it. So this is quick dry. And I painted these, I don't even know, Tuesday. Oh. It is Sunday. Look how good they look. We are going on almost a week here. Mm -hmm. So it is a combination 
of recommended products from you. I this is I think this is the hero lineup. Okay. The Orly Bonder base yes. coat. Yes. The Expressy Quick Dry Nail Polish. Okay. And then the Seshvit top yes, coat. That top coat is I, so I think this is the winner and might okay. help me keep my nails um polished. <laughs> okay. So I'm excited about that. All right, my third one. This is nothing fancy, but it really shone this year, and that is Aquaphor. <laughs> it <laughs> we it have, does the trick. We have used a lot of it. It is my favorite diaper cream. Yeah. So we're smearing a lot of that on little <laughs> baby booties. Uh-huh. And I have also found it to be the best thing for rubbing on my fingernails and cuticles oh, yeah. and keeping them looking really good. Yeah. One of my goals this year was to really work on not picking my cuticles uh-huh. and together with my new nail polish routine plus aquaphor <laughs> i am just is in a superhero. really good routine so i'm like feeling it. good about that it works really good on kid chapped lips also yes mm-hmm. just everything mm-hmm. it's like my windex yeah totally from my big fat totally. Greek wedding. just put some aquaphor <laughs> put on some it. aquaphor on it mine i mentioned on the podcast before but it's really my favorite standout i feel like i have like used a lot less um, beauty products this year. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of makeup free days, but yep. the Hemp's Sandalwood Apple Lotion, still yes. loving it. Jeremiah loves it too. Like it's just very fresh and delicious. Do you order delicious. it or can you get it? I was um, somewhere recently and I did see all those bottles. I couldn't uh-huh. remember the the scent that you loved. But I no, find it on Amazon. You just order it? Yeah. Okay. So that's a I favorite. I might need to use some before I leave. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll get it <laughs> okay. for you. Um, okay. How about like a household item? That takes the cake. Okay. I've got two to share. One, we installed some ceiling mount garage shelving this year, Mm -hmm. like two units of it. So it attaches, you know, from the ceiling of your Mm -hmm. garage, hangs down. So you have to get on a ladder to put stuff up there. But man... It just suddenly opens up. What are you doing with all that ceiling space? Right. Use it to store your stuff. Exactly. (laughs) So that just really made our garage just even a more efficient use of space. So that was great. And then the second one, we recently got a new sound machine in our room and I am just loving it. We had we had one of the dome sound machines that has a real fan in it, which I do love the sound, but I've just found we've had a couple and after I don't know, eighteen months, sometimes there would start to be kind of a little rickety rattle in there somewhere. exactly okay. it's like okay um and honestly <laughs> the sound machine it was so it was so rattly <laughs> i would turn it on and be like is this really that relaxing right. i'm not sure right. anymore this may be defeating the purpose so we did buy a new one that's electronic it says that it has no repeating sounds and it is the brand electro fan and i am loving having a non-rattling okay. sound machine isn't it funny did you ever use sound machines before kids no and but now i can't God. sleep without it yes. like for me Yes. No, totally agree. Whenever I travel, I want like a little traveling one. I absolutely love them. Indispensable. Absolutely. Okay. Mine is the Roomba. And I I was telling you, I can't remember if I got it in 2019 Christmas or 2020, Mm -hmm. but the Roomba, I was just noticing today because I've been Christmas decorating. So there's much Mm -hmm. glitter and like tree flocked detritus around, you know what I mean? And the floor, I mean, it needs to be mopped. Don't look too close, but it is free of particles, yeah. which with the puppy, oh especially gosh. like there's, it's just so nice to know in the morning that it's going to be like cleaned up of all of the little yeah. particles so that when, fall on the floor. When do you set the Roomba to work? Like you guys go up to bed and it yeah, does it's, it's set work? to run at like four in the morning. 
my gosh. So that it's already pretty much just done doing when come your down. vacuuming while yes. you're sleeping. Yes. That is very satisfying. And I need to get better about using it upstairs too, just mm-hmm. like, but it kind of has to charge for a few hours after it's been running. So, so it that will I forget also do the it. carpet? Yes. Oh, and it does a great job and gets like, the nice part is it like lifts up over rugs and stuff a little <gasps> bit. So it doesn't suck up your rugs, but it still gets them oh kind of clean. It's, I'm telling you, that's one of those gadgets that is like worth the hype. Okay. So. Okay. It's been a rock star around here. Way lady. to go, Roomba. Okay. What are you currently obsessed with besides those bests? All right. I have, I think I have found the best no show socks and I am excited to talk about it. I love my no show <laughs> socks. Yes. My little socklets. Um, I wear them usually daily with my slip on shoes. I have just found with, I have previously loved the Hue brand. And I also have some that I really like from Bombas, mm-hmm. but I do have some little like ballet flats that are mm-hmm. just, you know, low cut enough that I just need something even lower cut. Yeah. So I, I've tried this brand that I found on Amazon and it is awesome. The brand name is kind of funny. It's Flammy, F-L-A-M-M-I, but the, I'll link to them. They're called the women's truly no show socks. And I think that they are true to their name, Okay, but they still feel really comfortable. They have the silicone around Mm -hmm. them. So they stay on really well. It goes over your toes enough to hold on, but is low cut enough that, yeah, you can't see them when I wear my lower cut ballet flats. Not like sticking out with your toe cleavage. Exactly. Do not (laughs) care for that. Do not care for that look. That's not a good look. Um, I am obsessed with readers. I found cute ones because I have a big face. I need an oversized glasses. Mm -hmm. Like I need that Mm -hmm. to, to even out my face. Um, and when I try and a big head. So when I try to wear like your average size glasses, it just literally doesn't fit on my head or my nose. So I found peepers center stage, oversized blue light filtering reading glasses. So they have the blue light filter and they're the reading glasses at at various magnifications. Um, and you can get them on Amazon and they're super cute. I want like every style. I have Mm. a clear pair for upstairs and I have like a tortoise, a gray tortoise pair for downstairs. So I just, I'm like a grandma with my readers. I know this is what I've learned from my parents. You have the readers stashed everywhere. And so you are, do you have to use them for computer work or is this literally just when you're reading? I don't always have to do computer, but usually my phone, like if I'm going to be on Instagram for a minute or Mm -hmm. something and reading for sure. Computer is usually far enough away that I don't, I still, I've been wearing, trying to wear like my blue light ones at Mm -hmm. least when I'm, I don't know. So I feel like I'm, I'm getting there, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not quite right with the computer, the distance, depending on if I'm working at a table or like Uh on my lap. So Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I said, I think I'm not far behind. That that Kindle font is getting bigger and bigger. Jeremiah did look over and be like, that's really big. You have that set really big. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, because I have to hold it way out here. (laughs) I have to put it at the foot of my bed to read it right now. (laughs) And it's one of those things, once you have them, like if I take them off and try Mm -hmm. to look at the same page, I'm like, how was I even attempting to read this? So. Something happens like right around 40 Uh where it just, it goes downhill. Yeah. So. All right. All right. I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope these questions gave you something to think about as you're reflecting on your own year. And we hope your holiday season has been amazing and wish you all the best going into 2022. Find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. The show notes with links to all the things we've talked about um, for this episode are in your podcast player or on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. 
Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. It's by the, it's by Jack. It's by J- <laughs> <laughs> I got it. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Do you start or I start? I start, but I didn't change my <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was just changing that. I was like, oh, that pause went out a bit too long as if it was my Wait turn. a minute. <laughs> okay.